Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is episode 254 on the Get Merry podcast. All welcome to the show. Mm, We're so excited to be here as always. You know, we... Are pretty good at this weekly show. I mean, Ooh. like as content creators, and maybe you are in that field as well, or maybe you can relate in whatever work you do, where you know you have to create something. Maybe mm. it's write, it's draw, <laughs> video. I'm like well, I'm trying to think of content, and I'm like struggling. Yes, I am the best content creator. <laughs> Posting on Instagram, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, social content. Mm. Um, I guess. Anything though, really. It could be that you write a book, like mm. you're writing a book. And I mean, some days there is friction, and some days there is this kind of like resistance. Something in you is making you feel immense struggle mm. to finish whatever you're trying to create. Yeah, the question of the day How do you do the things you do when you don't want to do the things you need to do? Wait, that wasn't the question. How do you do the things you need to do when you don't want to do the things you need to do? Something like that. Something like that anyway. (laughs) You know, you 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 know you need to do it and you kind of want to do it. Even, you know what I think is really funny? Like we're really good at this, Emmy. Like we're really good at thinking of ideas and getting really excited (laughs) about the ideas and all of the content ideas and all of the writing and all of the videos and oh my gosh, this new strategy and we're so excited. And then we come and we sit down and then we don't do any of it. I know, but we got the good ideas. I know, right? <laughs> and that's that's sometimes the hardest part. But then eventually we do begin, mm. even if it does take a little bit of time. Even like I actually think we're we're really good at doing the things. Yeah, and we're quite. We're probably um, we. I feel like we're quite productive doing them as well. Yeah. It just sometimes it feels in our own world that it takes yes. us a long time. But to an external outsider's yes. point of view, I know, like, for example, Kat, our friend mm. Kat, who has an online business too, she who's going to come on the show soon, she would always be like, you guys just do so much stuff. And whereas I would be like, no, I don't. I think though as well, Carl's, because there's two of us, and we, you know, we might have these really big discussions about cool ideas mm. or something we learned on a podcast or we read somewhere mm-hmm. or we saw this person do that. And we're like, oh, my God, like we could do that, but make it like blah, blah, blah. Mm. So we have like these epic conversations, get really excited. But then it, it might not even necessarily be a great idea. So mm-hmm. we might not even action any of it. Yeah. But, yeah, I get it. Sometimes it does feel like we talk a lot and then we don't do a lot. But... We do because I know there's people out there who sit on ideas mm. for 10 years before mm-hmm. they even uh, whisper it to someone. And, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I feel we're very lucky because there's two of us. Mm-hmm. And that is where I also feel that for me, I am an ideas person. I am a big vision person. I'm not 
a do the work person. Mm. The only way that I do the work is because I work with you. <laughs> And I'm like, I'll get in trouble if I don't do it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. And also because I want it. Because you want to do no, it. You want to I know. Feel like I'm being cheeky. I'm totally being cheeky. It's but like, you know what? When we're like, <laughs> when we're a multi-million dollar business, you can just be the ideas person. Oh my person. God, that'll be the it's best. It's like, you make it happen, Emmy. Make then, it happen. And then I'll be like, okay, all right, all right. Do the work. Do the work. <laughs> just so I can be the ideas person. Oh, so funny. But, but I think, uh, you know, it's... It's all of us. We all struggle with it. We all struggle mm. with this resistance thing. This like, it's like I don't even I don't want to call it laziness, but mm. it, it is laziness. It's comfort. Mm. It's like we stay where we're comfortable. We don't want to, We don't actually want to do the work. Yeah, it's like I'd rather just sit on the couch. I'd rather just scroll on Facebook. But in the end, it's like, oh my gosh, like the work is actually amazing yeah the, and even the hard work mm-hmm. is amazing yeah and I think I mean this is the whole case of getting caught too far into the future because mm. so often we have this grand idea and then we start thinking too far forward mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's really important to plan like it like definitely is and it's important to break it all down but sometimes when we when we do that we can also get caught in overwhelm because we look at every tiny task that we need to do and we think oh my god this is going to take me so long I'm just not going to even begin yeah yeah and I think this is like you can relate this to anything I remember when I would like you know start a new health kick I would relate it to that I can relate it to that like oh just may as well not even begin yeah I've got so far to go yeah and that's not the point like the point is that you do the yoga you do the Pilates yeah. now, not like thinking about it. I've got to do like it four times a week, so that means I have to do it this many times a month. Okay, yeah, and then I get overwhelmed. Yeah, and it's also that you become so attached to that end goal mm-hmm. that it doesn't become an enjoyable process yeah, at exactly. all, and you're never really happy. So no. I mean, and we've talked about that a million and one times. It's like pre- be present. Yeah, detach. Be part <laughs> of. Be actually in the work. Like do the work and be there. Well. I, it is all presence, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. It really is. And I mean, like I talk about this when I teach Pilates, mm. like make every move count. Mm-hmm. Like make this dip and lift count. Ju- it's just as important that one dip and lift is just as important as the whole hour. Yeah. The ho- whole or the whole year hour. of the Pilates yeah, exactly. you do. Like it's, and that's like everything. It's like it's when we start looking life and our day-to-day actions at this like teeny tiny scale Mm. we become more conscious we become more present we become more caring and loving I Mm. think as well it's like actually like this good morning to this person is important yes this this morning where I wake up next to Mm. my like boyfriend girlfriend partner whatever this is important Mm. like I'm gonna wake up and tell them I love them or mm-hmm. whatever it is you want to do, like however you want to step out for the day. It's like, oh, like don't let the, I don't know, mundaneness, the bad mm. mood take over. Yeah. So now that we've gone down that rabbit I hole, know, let's hell? get back to productivity. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is what we're talking about today. <laughs> so how can we do, which I mean, hello, that is like the most important thing ever. Like how do you be more loving and caring to your loved ones? That's what life is about. Um, did you know? <laughs> ding 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 so yeah it's not actually about doing the things yeah it's about the people but 
Doing the things can also be really fun. And doing, you know what? Doing the things can be really fulfilling. Well, doing, it's important because it is love as well Mm. because what you do can be what you love. Mm. And I, as you guys know, we're strong believers in creating a career or a life with like filled with stuff that you love mm-hmm. and whether it is the the work you get paid for or not mm-hmm. making sure we add stuff that we love doing yeah so we're going to talk about some things that we do in our business ways that like i guess things we've implemented to make it more productive make it more effective make it more efficient make it run better like we're just going to kind of go for it and just, like, just see where this takes us. Yeah, we have planned this is it. Not, this, is a not, this is not 10 things you can do to be more productive. This is what do we do and why does that specific thing help us be more efficient, more effective, more productive? So where should we begin? Like what do you think is the one thing we've done that has made our business run smoother? <laughs> it's like that's a really big question. I think – it is having like a general awareness of the big picture, like the runnings and like being organized. Okay. That's not one thing. Though. No. <laughs> like that's the whole thing. That's Amy. the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how I do we like get this, more organized? I feel like this question is for you. <laughs> You're like, I don't know what we do. You do it. And then you tell me what to do. <laughs> true. It's true. Okay. Well, let's talk about these new systems that we've just put in place because okay. I think this has been a pretty big game changer for us. Yes. Because Huge. What, what can be quite common, especially when you run your own business, when you do your own thing, you would have seen, if you've been part of a business, like as an employee, you would have seen this. If you've been part of a bloody big government department you've seen this where there's no processes everyone's doing whatever they want and nothing gets done well I feel like it's like every team has a different process <laughs> or something I don't know but I tell you what like I, when we worked at IHG Ooh, uh, yeah. the convention center in Canberra there were great SOPs yes and great processes yes. and I think that's the cool thing that you can learn from the workplace you're mm-hmm. at and you can see, oh, wow, like this company's really organized. This is what I remember. So like I loved this about IHG. We would like have training days. Yeah. Like how fun. They were my favorite days ever. We get paid for them. Boom. <laughs> I know. paid to train. This is awesome. I know. Uh, this like little 18-year-old and 21-year-old Emmy. I we're just having it. these days where we get to hang out with our friends at work and learn about polishing cutlery. I loved um, those days. So we'd get like the bunch of SOPs. We'd have to read through them and like we'd tick them mm. off as we read them mm. and then we would like go and do the SOP. So we'd go and, and polish the cutlery and show the team leader, look at our polished cutlery, like do an integrity check. Oh How gosh. does it look? I love that Yeah, job. so no, that company, amazing processes. And yeah, we can kind of thank that company for making us understand what an SOP even is because mm. I think – not everyone knows what an SOP is, standard operating process. Yeah. So it's this way that you do things that stays exactly the same way that you would do it every single time you do it. And I mean, I think what happens when you might start like your side hustle or your your business, you know, humble beginnings, right? Like, yeah, same with us. Like mm-hmm. it was just small. You don't really necessarily think, okay, like I need some <laughs> SOPs. Nope. It's I, just figuring it out. That's <laughs> last on your priority yeah. list because and, you just got to do the other things. Yeah. And then, and then even when you like, you might be running like this great business and you're making a good income, you're doing it full time even 
and someone says, yeah, you need to do SOPs. Mm. And you're like, I don't have time for that. Mm. No, I don't have time to train anyone else. Like mm-hmm. I, it would just be faster and more efficient if, if I, I did it. I'm going to stay doing it. Mm-hmm. Even though it is this admin ro- role that could easily be teachable to many, many other people, mm-hmm. easily someone could pick up the SOP, watch a video of if you, you doing it. If you had an SOP. Yeah, if you had one <laughs> and be like, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And you even have the capability to pay them to do it. Mm. And then what does this do? This gives you space to be more creative or be at the front of your business or whatever it is that you actually are meant to be doing. Yeah, I think you know what it allows you to do? It allows you to go back to the very beginning, those beginning feelings of that creation phase of Mm. where you came up with the idea and Mm. you started to make the product or make the service or come up with like what is the thing that you're going to put out into the world even if it's just writing blog posts like that's how we started we just Mm. loved writing uh like you know fast forward to the start of this year we weren't writing at all no like because we were so stuck in the day-to-day running of the business yeah so like can like, can you think about that moment, like, when you first started? Like, go back to that. Like, what was it that you wanted to do? And now you're, like, stuck in the admin whirlwind of hell, which is awful. But you can get out of it, which is exciting. So, yeah. So, what we've done recently is create an entire library of standard operating processes. So amazing. It's so amazing. And you know what the best thing is? Is, like, we didn't even create them. Like, I think this is the thing that you can kind of get stuck on. Because when I thought about it, I thought I had to write them all. I thought I had to record all the videos, take all the screenshots and write them all. And only then someone can have a look at it and yeah. then do it. But that's not how uh, Kat from who is going to come on the podcast. And we'll talk more about this. That's not how we did it. Basically, I just recorded me doing a task and then our amazing team watched the video and made a process for it. So amazing. And I mean, like, this is just like one that like, we're not going to stay here no. for much longer because I think Carla could talk about this on and on and on. Can like, I? <laughs> yeah, like, I think I'm going to rein it in here. But uh, like, it completely changed our business and it reduced a lot of friction and it reduced, it, it created, I should say, a lot more love for what we were doing mm. again because mm. it was becoming really overwhelming with the amount of uh, admin tasks and like uh and it was just very overwhelming I don't even want to think back to them because I don't feel very like great about thinking about that day-to-day work yeah it was really hard and it it was it was overwhelming because we were so passionate about what we were doing but the day-to-day work had become not enjoyable it felt like we were running forever on a treadmill yeah. and not, we were only just getting everything done yeah. by when we wanted to get it done and then it felt like we didn't have any time for meaningful work mm. important work that needed to be done we just didn't have time yeah exactly so that is exactly what the processes and hiring team has done so if you are in a place where you can when you can hire someone to help like I think that is a yeah. great tip for being more productive yeah. and more efficient. Because and let's go back to the end to help you get things done that you, you want to do. do. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I'm like, it just makes me really excited that the thought. And I just want to end it on this note: if you think that it can't be outsourced, think again. <laughs> you will be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yes. And once you get into the the routine of it, it becomes kind of addictive. You're like, hang on a moment. 
I don't need to do this. Like, the team can do this and the team can do it better than me. Oh, my gosh. The team can do it so much better than me. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think let's talk another – let's talk other things about organisation, um, like calendars. Like, what do we do for our calendar that, like, makes sense? Uh we make sure we put stuff in it. <laughs> I think it's like idea. it's very, very simple. Anything that you book in, you put in the calendar mm. and share the calendar with whoever is necessary. Mm. Uh, I remember like we put everything in our calendar, mm. like every single thing we do pretty much mm-hmm. that is wrote uh, is to do with the business and I guess both of our, mm. not both of our personal lives separate, but our personal lives together. together. <laughs> so like say if we're both doing something, I'm organising a dinner with this person but Carla's coming too, I'll put it in the calendar yeah. and Carla will do that. But otherwise, it's, if it's not in there, we f- I forget completely. I remember before we used Google Calendar, we would have Post-its like all over the computer, like the, oh the big God, how did we operate? Apple computer. How did we do that? And I just think like how on earth did I know that I was supposed to show up for the podcast interview at 8.30 a.m. with my microphone ready to go. without getting my 30-minute notification before it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, honestly, I don't know how we did that. It sounds awful. But that's the thing. So the 30-minute reminder, that is good. And also I think it's having whoever you need to talk to, whether it's a meeting with your family Mm. or your friends or whoever you're doing the life stuff with or the work stuff with, who you have events with like you need to chat with them at least once mm-hmm. a week and be like okay what have we gone on blah 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 yeah. and so I think we can talk about that in like a home kind of field yeah like have your family calendar mm-hmm. have your home calendar yeah write stuff have a whiteboard write stuff to mm-hmm. each other I think that's necessary yeah so especially I g- if you are living with busy people yeah so I guess that really is like you know it's a big whole thing of like open communication like yeah. communicating because i think sometimes efficiency and productivity doesn't happen because we just don't talk about the thing that we need to get done yeah and like i might be really busy trying to get something done and then you interrupt me yeah you know how i could have avoided that is saying oh i'm gonna have a little bit of space which is another thing we've we've just recently implemented which i think is amazing our Thursday morning thing. Oh my gosh, it's the best. It's yeah. So it's like cr- setting up the right environment for the task you're doing. So both of us want to write more, and you know what doesn't work for writing when we write together because <laughs> one of us is always interrupting the other, and it's like, oh my gosh, like I'm writing. Shut up! Like, like stop like, bugging Emma, me. Emma, 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 can I read you my book? <laughs> Or, like, it's, like, something not to do with writing at all. And I'm, like, oh, like, go away. (laughs) So now it's, like, you set up those boundaries. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, like, boundaries, whoa, like, important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, And you can just have your own personal boundaries. It's, like, okay, well, while I'm doing this task, I don't pick up my phone. While I'm doing this task, I get my cup of tea and I get my snack and here I am. I'm not going to be distracted by I'm hungry. Yes. It's, like, what do you need? Like, think of what stops you. Think of all the little things that gets you off your chair away mm-hmm. from the task you are doing and get rid of them. Yeah, or put them in arm's reach, like snacks. Yes. Yeah, snacks are <laughs> snacks necessary. Snacks are very important. <laughs> uh, let's come back to the meeting thing because I think this is something that has really worked well for our business and probably also our personal lives, just, again, making us communicate better and talk. So we have like a Friday meeting, which is a Friday morning 
And we just kind of talk about what's going on in the business. Like we talk about like, how are the members? Like, how are they going? How are they feeling? What feedback have we had? Yeah. What new members came in? What members left? Like, why? Like, let's look at why they left. Like, you know, let's look at that survey that we did. Why are they coming in? Because we asked them that as well. Like, mm. why did you join? So it's like having this Friday conversation. So we don't have to have this conversation five minutes every day exactly or five minutes 10 times a day yeah or like just feeling uneasy and horrible for your whole life yeah so we have this meeting where we can talk about it as a whole and I think uh, that has really helped us in stay focused on actually creating rather than worrying about everything else that is happening within the business we can be like we know on Friday we talk about this and then we can come up with a solution if there's a problem exactly instead of coming up with solutions like Friday and Sarah and putting out all the fires and be like, ah, like, yeah. I don't know what to do. Uh, we also have been starting like just every afternoon kind of reflecting on the day and yeah. being like, oh, how did we feel that we went today? Like what did we tick off? And yeah. kind of going through our accomplishments. And I think this is a really important step that we can't miss. Oh, my gosh, it's so important. You need to. Otherwise, again, you feel like crap. You feel You might feel overwhelmed and then whoever you're working with – doesn't have a clue and they could have helped you so it's Mm -hmm. like it just I think really in the end like all this is very simple be organized and communicate what's going on Mm -hmm. with whoever needs to Mm -hmm. be communicated to like it's not really brain science is it and there's no but it's these little how-to things oh maybe I could do an afternoon meeting I didn't think of that or maybe I'll do a weekly meeting and and it's not even like yeah like for us productivity isn't about a tool it isn't about a new app Mm. it's just about making sure you do the things that are really important mm-hmm. and that is yeah scheduling these little meetings mm. having this this space to feel confident and comfortable to mm. communicate even when it's not something you're like confident and, and and comfortable in communicating it's like allowing the space for it yeah i think i'm um, just coming back to like the accomplishment thing because this is actually you know when we actually reflect on our accomplishments and we feel like we have you know achieved something we get a little hit in our brain, Mm. like a chemical hit that makes us feel really Mm. good. And the more we feel that, the more the brain kind of gets addicted to feeling that, which can, you know – you can look at it as a bad thing, but you can also look at it as, as a good thing because the brain is then motivated to do it again. Yeah. So this means the brain is more motivated to accomplish things yeah. that you want to accomplish. I love that. So you felt really good writing that blog post or posting that video or making that video. Cool. Your brain is going to feel good. You're going to feel good. And then you, when it comes around next time, you may not feel as much resistance because you're like, I remember how good it felt. See, that's I'm so amazing. Get this done. And I think like that comes to full circle really. <laughs> Because really the only way to be more productive is just to like do the work. Mm-hmm. It's like actually just force yourself to do it. And, you know, at the start it might be like this, mm, mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I thought this was meant to be joyful. <laughs> it's like no. They said it was supposed to be. <laughs> and easy and flowing. <laughs> but it's like, okay, get over that little mountain or molehill or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Push through a little bit and then it'll come. Yeah. And trust us, it will. If you haven't experienced that, just believe it because mm. we've we've felt it. Yeah, and I think that's that's always been the case that you know before we enter any kind of flow of our of of our lives or whatever mm. in our business, there's always been a moment yes. of resistance. There's yes. always been a mountain beforehand. It's yes. always been a climb to the top, and then it's the the woohoo downhill. Yeah, so where true. It feels really good, and then there's and another then it comes mountain, again, and it's it's a 
it's an it's an ebb and it's a flow. It's a high and it's a low. Like yeah. this is just life. Like it's not always this downhill waterfall of everything going your way. Never. Like, don't expect it to go your way. It's not going to go your way. But it might. <laughs> well, it's going to have phases, as you said, ebbs and flows. Like yeah. this is it. And then you just have to believe that not going your way is exactly the way that it was supposed to go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That just feels so much better, right? Yeah, And you I look back and, as Steve Jobs said, the dots connect. Like it's he got off. kicked out of his business. How could have he thought that was a good thing? Oh my god! <laughs> they got him back. We love Apple. <laughs> what a company! Seriously, oh what my a god. brand! I really. This was a fun episode, and I feel like we just scraped the surfaces. And there's probably so much more we can talk about. Oh my god, so much more! I'm trying to think. Do but, we miss anything? No, I think like it was cool. It was inspiring. I think if you're listening, <laughs> it's like I'm ready to go do the work. I am though, Press but pause. which is which is great, huh? Yeah. Like. I think this is the thing, as we can all do, we overcomplicate things. Mm. But in the end, it's just about doing and practicing and taking action Mm. and uh, not being so attached to the end goal, just being okay with what is and focusing on the moments and being present Mm. and enjoying it. And and realising what is the important work. I love that. And not not just what is the most effective, most – uh, like this is going to get you the most bang for your buck. Like, yeah, it's important to look at that. But what's more, most important to you? Yeah, what's like if more you meaningful? love the customer service, do the customer service yes. and outsource the other stuff. I, I mean, the thing is, like, think about us. What was the first thing we outsourced? Like bookkeeping. Yeah. Because we do not love that. No, and I don't even know how to do it. I don't know either. I tried and it was really hard. It hurt my brain. But, you know, it's like, yeah, be strategic in that way, not because it might be the cheapest thing Mm. to outsource or not because that's what everyone else is doing. Yeah, It's because you enjoy this work more Mm -hmm. and you're better at this work and that's why you started whatever you're doing to do this work. Yeah. And then, of course, when you start this work, along comes all this other bloody work. You're like, ah, I didn't know this. Was I didn't. Involved. I didn't know. I, ha- I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> Phone a friend. Help me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then that's that's how you can know what work to outsource and what not to outsource. And that's outsource. the thing. Like someone else running our company would be would be like, I'm going to outsource the writing, but we I like know. to write. Oh my so God. why would I outsource And so it? many people have suggested that, like a bazillion. They're like, why don't you just like get someone else to write your content get someone and else to write, like, it. write it? We're like, because we want to write it. And, it, that and it's always Mary making Emma and Carla. That's who wrote it. Even when – and then they say like get ghost writers. And I'm, I'm like, like oh, <gasps> that's not Emma and Carla. Like what do you mean? <laughs> like, yeah, maybe I could like talk and then they write from my talk. Mm. But that's like – that's training. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, okay. I'm excited to hear what you take away from this in your life and in your business. If you have a business, we want to hear about it as well. Like, tell, yeah, tell us, us about it. We love businesses. Business is life for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's our baby. Yeah. I hope you have a magical rest of your week. Let us know what you're up to. Yeah, we actually would really like, love to. Where are you listening to this episode? Take a selfie and send it to us. Okay. Please. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, press, press stop. (laughs) I don't usually do this job, guys. (laughs) 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.